This is an AMI podcast. I'm Joyita Gupta, and this is The Pulse. Sudden change, like acquiring a physical disability or illness, can be life-changing. Everything you knew about yourself, your ambitions, goals, and identity are instantly and irreversibly altered. So, what do you do when the unexpected happens? Feelings of loss, grief, anxiety, and depression are common. Having a physical disability and poor mental health is a battle many are fighting daily and winning. This is partly a story of individuals overcoming tremendous odds. But the larger conversation deals with the removal of physical and attitudinal barriers so people with disabilities can fully participate in the job market, in sports and recreation, and enjoy a good quality of life. Today, we discuss a new AMI-TV show, Hashtag I Got This. It's time to put your finger on the pulse. Hello and welcome to The Pulse on AMI-audio. You're with me, Joita Gupta. Today we're discussing a new AMI-TV show that gets into the complexities of living life with a disability. We may be forgiven for thinking that only people who are older have physical disabilities. According to the 2017 Statistics Canada information, it would seem that there are many Canadians who are young or of working age who acquire disabilities later on in life. It's also true that about 4 in 10 Canadians live with what you would consider severe disabilities. So how then do people process a change of such a tremendous magnitude in their lives? How do you go about making sense of who you are, what you belong to, who your people are, and what you stand for? How do you go about redefining your goals, your ambitions, and to try and, cor- car- and, try and chart a course forward for yourself? Today, we're going to talk to two interesting guests who will help to unpack some of these questions. My guests today are Tara yolen Mewis and... Jacob Warseman. Tara is the producer of a new AMI-TV series that debuted this month called Hashtag I Got This. And Jacob is one of the individuals featured on the show in episode one. Tara and Jacob, welcome to The Pulse. Thanks for having us. Tara, yeah, let thanks me, for having us. great to have both of you. Tara, let me start with you. Hashtag I Got This. Why pick that name and what's with the hashtag? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, we we had many names that we threw back and forth. Um, that one it just felt like I mean you hear it a lot, right? There's a in um, online you hear people saying, you know, I got this, you got this, and that's really what this series is about. It's about overcoming a challenge, and you've got it. You've got the power. You are able to um, to have a great life and it's all in your hands and that's that's kind of where we came up with that jacob you're one of the people featured on the program how do you understand the premise of the show uh to me the show is a good opportunity for people like myself to show the world that just because we get a disability doesn't mean we're sick or stuck at home all the time like we're just as healthy as everybody else and if anything it'd be to inspire other people that acquire disabilities newly acquired that 
I know I had the outlook on life that things might be over, but you can really you can really get out there and do all the things that you were doing before. Jacob, I want to expand a little bit on your story. So you were a goaltender for the Humboldt Broncos, and you were in that terrible bus crash in April 2018. I know it must be a difficult thing for you to talk about and to recollect, but how did your life change after that moment? Well, after our accident, I woke up in the hospital a few days later after I was in a coma for a while, and it was like everything got flipped upside down, you know? Uh, that day that I woke up, I was paralyzed from about the waist down and was told that doesn't look good that I'll walk again. So that means hockey was gone and that was my life. So I had to completely start over. Everything I knew had to change. And it was at the beginning, very, very hard to deal with. But I got in contact with a lot of very influential people in my life now. And I got to say everything worked out really well for me. Mm-hmm. Tara, we'll be exploring Jacob's story a little more today, but I wonder as the producer for the series whether Jacob's story is representative of the whole show or if individual stories have a common thread, but each is unique in its own way. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we we feature a number of people with varying disabilities and all their stories are, are so unique. You know, there's people who have disabilities um, from birth, others acquired them later on in life, or in Jacob's case, you know, it was a, a life-altering accident. And they all have different levels of struggle, and, and physically and mentally. And mentally, some people, um, they stayed in bed for days, others tried to take their own lives, um, and they all had to go through the process of grief, And then they found tools, they found um, either inspiration internally or externally, they found ways to get through it and start living a a purpose-filled life again. Um, But their stories, like I said, they they are, they're all so unique, and the tools that they've used are also very unique. Um, You, yeah, I mean, once you watch the series and you start... um, learning about the different people we featured, it's very, very interesting. Tara, it's always fun to talk to a producer because I can get them to spill the tea and some of the industry secrets. So give us a bit of an overview of your production process. Take us, you know, from when this was just an idea to the finished product. Well, we wanted to do something on mental health and we weren't, we, we didn't know exactly what that was. And so when we uh, met with um, AMI, it, it was clear that we wanted to go in, uh, with the disability route because we knew that people with, with disabilities, I mean, you can't have a disability and not have a mental struggle. So we started cold calling and we spent months on the phone and meeting people, um, people throughout Saskatchewan. And not everyone made the cut. There were people who had acquired a disability, but they didn't. They they didn't seem to have too much of an emotional toil, if you will. Um, but the majority did, and so it was a lot of interviewing. It was a lot of talking through what had happened to them, the struggles that they've gone through. There was a lot of tears. Um, and ultimately, we, we picked the people that we thought best represented uh, the purpose of the show. And 
then it was a lot of filming. It was going into uh, getting a, a sneak peek into their daily lives, um, following them at work, following them around town, talking to their loved ones, talking to experts, people who um, who could talk about the difficulties and also give advice. Um, so it was it was quite a process. Um, Sometimes we, you know, we'd film someone for days and then we'd start writing the story and realize, oh, no, we need to go back. We need more footage. Um, so it was it was a wonderful process. We learned so much through it. The people that we met, we will never forget. They were just absolutely incredible and inspiring and have changed the way we think about our lives. Um, and ultimately, there's a thread through everyone's story, and that's that in some way, their disability it became a gift. It became something that completely changed their lives in a way that they could see a different way of living, where they can have where they would have a newfound gratitude for their life and the people around them and um, and they, they just, they changed. It was, it was a transformation for everyone, even though it was very, very difficult. And even today, life continues to be difficult for a lot of these people, but they have so much hope. My guests today are Tara Yolen Mewis, the producer of Hashtag I Got This, which is a AMI TV series, and also Jacob Wasserman, who is one of the people featured on episode one of the program. Jacob, I want to spend the next few minutes talking to you and I want to pick up on what Tara was saying about the process of filming and doing interviews. What was it like for you to be involved with a project like this? Did you find it interesting to revisit all of that? I know they talked to your coach, they talked to your friend Nolan. What was that like for you? I I enjoyed the process. It was fun for me. I mean, going back and talking about that stuff is usually hard, uh, but... I think it's necessary to get that story out there so that other people can learn from like the mental illnesses and struggles that I went through. If people can learn from that and take anything from what we had to go through that they can, if they are ever faced with those type of struggles, they can find ways to deal with it. And just the process of filming, like to go out, it was a lot of fun. I know we had a lot of fun out on the water, getting uh, shots and doing all that stuff, going around the city. And I enjoyed the process very much. One of the parts, when you look at the finished product, one of the parts of the of the of the episode that I really loved, Jacob, is a moment where you talk about trying to find closure after your accident and feeling that you didn't really get a chance to say goodbye to the guys that you were on the bus with. How do you obtain that closure? Well, it can come in different ways for everybody. I know that was a big thing that I didn't even remember the last day that I had with them because I lost that all. Um, To me, I went and took a little bit of a different route than what most people would take. I never felt, I didn't feel comfortable going and talking to like a a therapist or anything like that of the traditional sense for whatever reason and I decided to go see a medium just to see if I could actually talk to him and to me it it provided a lot of closure because it felt real like I could just kind of finally say like you know thanks guys for everything you did and I know you'll be here with me and just kind of got to 
close or move forward after that. Mm-hmm. Jacob, how did you discover adaptive water skiing and how did that help you cope with some of the big changes in your life? Well, the other guy that was on the episode with me, Nolan, he came to the hospital like a week after our crash because he had heard that there were other guys that got paralyzed and he just wanted to come and show support. And like you seen in the episode, I said I wanted nothing to do with him when he first came. I was just in a real, I was in a bad place yet. But he came and he was just a friend, talked, and I was still wasn't really interested in him all until he brought up that he was a water skier and that piqued my interest a little bit. Then I was, because I'd never heard of it before, uh, that it was adaptive water skiing was even a thing. And when I got out of the hospital, very shortly after, Nolan called me and said, you're coming out, you got to try skiing. And after that, I fell in love and I wanted to like really get into the sport. Mm. But, Jacob, you've always been an athlete. First, you were a hockey player, and now, of course, you're a water skier. What does it mean to you to have sport in your life? How does how does that make a difference to you? For me, it's a way that I can just let go. When, Like I said before, when I was at the rink, I was always happy. There was never anything wrong. It's whatever was going on in my life before. I just got to get put on pause for a little bit, and I got to go do my thing. And that's the same with skiing now for me whatever troubles I'm having, either mentally or whatever's going on that I'm bothered with, I can get out on the water, that all goes away. Mm-hmm. It's my way of just just kind of venting everything that I got going on and just having fun. Mm-hmm. And taking a bit of a pause there, right, from all of life's troubles. Yeah. Well, speaking of taking a pause, it might be a good place to take a bit of a break here on The Pulse. And when we return, I'll resume my conversation with Tara and Jacob who are speaking to us about an AMI-TV show. Hashtag, I got this. Don't go away. This is The Pulse on AMI-audio, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hello and welcome back to The Pulse on AMI-audio. My name is Chowita Gupta and my guests today are Tara Yolen-Muse, the producer of an AMI-TV series, Hashtag I Got This, and Jacob Warsaman, who is one of the people featured on the show. Jacob, um, I'm going to get to Tara in just a few moments, but I really want to talk to you a little bit more about being an athlete. Because if you are an athlete and you're a, an elite athlete, you want to remain competitive. And so with adaptive water skiing, what are some of your goals moving forward? My goals moving forward, like long-term is I want to be the overall gold medal winner. Like that's, I feel like anybody that's in the sport competitively, that's the ultimate goal. But short-term, I want to learn as much as I can in this next year, especially it's going to be a big one for me. We got, we don't have worlds this year, but for nationals and westerns, I want to compete in all three events. And I want to do well. I want to get my personal best so far in all the events this year and just keep getting better and keep learning more. One of the things I often wondered about, Jacob, is that when we talk to athletes or anyone really who acquires a disability later on in life, they have a degree of privacy to deal with those changes. But after the bus crash, there was an outpouring of sympathy and grief nationally, but all of you were very much in the glare of the spotlight. Do you think that that level of scrutiny might have helped or hindered your recovery process? Um, it's hard to say because at the beginning, it was 
everything was like a blur. So at first it made it easier because we almost didn't have to deal with it. We were just so busy and it was it almost didn't feel real. But at the same time, as soon as all that went away, it hit all at once and it hit hard mm-hmm. that the realization finally sets in. So at the be- it kind of helped with all like, and I'm always forever grateful of all the support we got. And it, at the beginning, like I said, it almost puts a mask on everything. But when all that goes away, like it will, every like life goes on, it continues for everybody. Everything hits at once, and it can be very devastating. Mm. One of the nice things about that particular episode was just a moment where people with various disabilities get to congregate and enjoy water skiing together. There's someone featured on the program who's deafblind. Uh, there are people in wheelchairs. And everyone talks about the freedom that they experience through a sport like water skiing. Jacob, do you feel that it's important for us as communities to invest in health, sport, and recreation for people with disabilities because you feel that there's a link between physical health and well-being and mental health? I really do. For me, especially when... I'm busy and doing something, I feel good. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting at home and I got nothing to do, that's always when the the bad stuff will set in. I'll start thinking too much and, that you know, you get caught in these spirals. So I feel like with anybody that either acquires a disability or is born with one, if you can find something to be active with, whether it's sport or even just picking up a hobby, and that's with anybody disabled or not if you're busy you're you're usually happier Mm -hmm. and so one of the things that you do to keep busy jacob is you're also a motivational speaker so is that the core of your message keep busy and be happy yeah i'm just starting to try and get into that a little bit but my message i really like to get across is just the importance of mental health and all that especially in like young men because it's definitely not as public and lots of guys especially young guys don't feel like they can talk to somebody when they feel like something's wrong Mm -hmm. and i've seen it lots i've dealt with it myself i'd had trouble talking to anybody for the longest time so my message i really like to get across is that it's okay to feel those feelings and to go and tell somebody how you're feeling you don't have to try and deal with it on your own my guests today are Tara Yolen Mewis, the producer of Hashtag I Got This, a new AMI-TV series. And I'm also speaking to Jacob Wasserman, who is one of the people featured on the program. Tara, Jacob brought up such an interesting point, and I would love to get your take on it as the producer of the show. Were you thinking about gender at all? I know you were profiling people with disabilities, but he made such an interesting point about men in particular feeling hesitant to talk about mental health challenges and feeling this heightened stigma. Is that something you were thinking through as well? Not necessarily. I mean, we did find that there were more, um, there's more women on this show than men. Um, Maybe that has something to do with it. But we did also talk to some men who agreed to be a part of the show, but then backed out because I think they maybe had some fear about how they may look Mm -hmm. to others. Um, And they just weren't quite comfortable yet having it known that they were going through this. So, you know, I think maybe there is something to be said there, uh, the difference between men and women. Um, but, you know, 
saying that, a lot of the women we spoke to, they also did not have a very easy time at first talking with us. It took them a while to get comfortable, and then they built the confidence to be able to talk about their feelings. Um, Some had no problem, men or women, talking about their mental health journey. Um, Some broke down during the interview, um, and both men and women. Um, And I should also add that when we spoke to the caregivers, it was the same thing. I mean, a lot of the caregivers are going through their own mental health battles because suddenly, you know, they had a spouse, the two of them were living this life and they had goals, and then all of a sudden the spouse is in an accident or suddenly acquires a disability and everything changes. Mm-hmm. So there, there, you know, we have to understand that there is an effect also on the people around them. And, um, you know, we, in that sense, we didn't really find a difference in the gender um anyone who was affected, male or female, they they struggled the same and were open to, to talking about it. Mm-hmm. So in that spirit, Tara, who are some of the other people we see and hear from in season one? Oh boy, we have uh, we have Ron, who's an outdoor adventure enthusiast, and he's no, no sight at all. Um, there's Jerry, who's become an international blind golfer, that's their words, um, a mom and daughter with brittle bone syndrome, so they both have a very unique way of living, and there's a lot of anxiety and worry that comes with that. Um, there's Jake, who's a young man who was uh, had his head run over by a car, and he's become a bit of a guitar-playing sensation. There's Harmon, who was injured in a rock slide while he was on vacation in Hawaii with his family. He lost his vision, suffered a brain injury, and he's had to relearn life uh, with his wife, who's you know struggling with the same. Uh, there's Mary, who at 89 years old discovered her artistic side and is using that to help her with her struggles as a partially sighted senior. Uh, there's <laughs> there's so many stories, mm. um, and. Yeah, it's their their journey is just it's it's fascinating. So they're not all athletes. This is important to make clear, right, Tara? Oh no, no, they're definitely not all athletes. Um, some have found sport has helped them, but others. I mean, it's everything from meditation to music to finding ways to communicate with themselves and those around them. Art, group connectivity, and connecting with others in a similar situation who understand. Um, Many of them have allowed old passions to resurface, and they've had to come up with creative ways to engage in those activities again. Um, It's There's such a variety. Mm -hmm. And so, Tara, one of the things that was so seamless about the show was the integrated described video, which is something that we try to do in all of our projections here at Accessible Media. Was this your first time working with IDV? No, we also did a series um, called Reflect and Renew with Kevin and I do. We've done two seasons of that. Mm-hmm. So we had a bit of practice, but this was very different. Um, with Kevin, he's the host of the show, and it's really up to him to be very descriptive um, when he's speaking to camera, and then we're listening and having him, you know, re-say things if need be. This, I mean, we're, we're capturing it almost live, right? We're following these people in their everyday life. And so it it was so important to capture sound 
we needed sound of the environments they were in. Um, we had to make sure that, you know, with our eyes closed, we understood the flow of the story and we we had to know what was going on at any given time. And this, you know, it's a very unique way of writing a story, mm-hmm. for sure. We, we haven't really experienced anything like this. Um, but it made us very aware of of how to lay out the story. We had to be very precise and detailed and thoughtful with the planning and um, we we enjoyed we enjoyed that process. So Tara, it's still early days. I know it's just debuted on AMI TV, but are we having conversations about season two? Not yet. <laughs> uh, we had a we talked a little bit about it, but um, we'll see. I mean, it would be nice, but the challenge, of course, is finding people, and maybe it means um, venturing to other provinces potentially. Um, yeah, it's we we spent a lot of time finding the people that we did find, and so maybe word would spread once this series airs um, in its entirety and maybe people will put their hand up and say oh my gosh you need to you need to listen to my story and then if that's the case great I mean we would love to continue telling these stories. Jacob let me ask you then if you know and you know this from experience there's a dizzying array of things that you can watch on Netflix on cable give us your elevator pitch why should someone tune into hashtag I got this I think no matter who you are, it's an inspiring story, whether it's the one of me and Nolan or all the other ones to come. Everything on there, everybody's got a unique story that they went through some type of uh, trials that, to get to where they are now. And wherever you are in life, I'm sure you can take some inspiration from that. You watch it, and Tara and her crew do an amazing job. Like It turned out I'm super happy with how it came out. But you can just watch it and... I think no matter who you are, you can pull something from it. I agree. It's a great educational show. It's emotional. It's inspiring. People are going to have many takeaways from this. Well, thank you very much, Tara and Jacob. It has Time has flown by, and it's been wonderful to speak to both of you. Thank you. Great. Thanks for having us. That was Tara Yolen Mewis, the producer of Hashtag I Got This, which debuted on AMI-tv. We also spoke to Jacob Wasserman, who is one of the people featured on episode one of the program. Hashtag I Got This airs Mondays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. Episodes are also available for download after broadcast on the AMI app for iOS or on AMI.ca. If you missed any of today's show, The Pulse, that is, you can catch it as a podcast on your favorite podcast platforms. And while you're there, don't forget to like, rate, or subscribe. You can also scoot on over to ami.ca forward slash on the pulse, which is the show blog, and I'll have some additional thoughts on that. Now, speaking of thoughts, I just want to leave you with this piece of thoughtful advice. Being Indian and growing up with an Eastern religion, I have often thought about health in a more holistic way and see that there is a link between physical and mental health. And so the more physically active we are able to stay, the more likely it is that we will benefit from a robust and good mental health. But it's not that simple. 
People with different abilities have different needs when it comes to being physically fit and remaining active. And so really the question that we should be pondering is how do we make our public spaces, swimming pools, gyms, running tracks, all squash courts, you name it. How do we make those places accessible and welcoming to people of all abilities? After all, the happier we are, the fitter we stay, the healthier we shall be. And it's on that positive note that I'd like to wrap up by thanking my guest today, Tara Yolen Mewis, the producer of Hashtag I Got This, and Jacob Wasserman, who is one of the people featured on the program. The Pulse is produced by Andrika Delanerol. Sam Robinson is our technical producer, and Andy Frank is the manager of AMI-audio. Thank you for listening, and reach out to us on Twitter at AMI-audio using the hashtag PulseAMI. I've been your host, Juita Gupta. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.